You're listening to the Hanging with the AD podcast, where we break down hot topics in athletic administration and lessons learned through leadership. Now, here are your hosts, Josh Matthews and Don Baker. Today, in another special edition of the Hanging with the AD podcast, we once again catch up with Jasper Jewell. Jasper was our guest on episode one and serves as the Georgia Athletic Directors Association president and is a member of the Georgia High School Association Board of Trustees while serving as the director of athletics for Atlanta City Public Schools. We discussed how the COVID-19 coronavirus has caused changes in both the GADA and GHSA communities and what steps these organizations will take in these very fluid and uncertain times. Let's check in with Mr. Jasper Jewel. For our listeners today, we have a special edition of Hanging with the AD. We have uh, Mr. Jasper Jewell joining us again. Jasper was our guest in episode number one. Uh, but today we are going to just have this special edition uh, to discuss a couple of, of pertinent topics dealing with uh, some Georgia associations. Uh, I know a lot of our guys have some extra time on their hands and they're looking for answers, looking for maybe some help in where we're heading from here. And maybe you're just looking for some extra podcast time during this free time you have. Or So uh, we, we invited uh, Mr. Jasper Jewell back with us. Jasper, as we talked about in episode one, you are heavily involved with the GADA and the GHSA. Obviously, the developments of this COVID-19 coronavirus this past week or so has left a lot of questions for athletic administrators here in Georgia. And we appreciate your time to discuss some of these questions and give us whatever insight you can give us. And we know that there's probably not a lot of true answers, but we uh, we respect you and your opinion and love to uh, get those opinions today. So thanks for joining us. Glad to be here, Don and Josh. Glad to be here. You know, Jasper, they say that desperate times call for desperate measures, and I, I don't believe that things are necessarily desperate, but they definitely are unprecedented and are going to require us to think about solutions and options that we never have before with this COVID-19 coronavirus and, and how it's affecting athletics, uh, not just here in Georgia, but across the country. You as the president of the GADA this year, last week you guys had to make a, a very tough decision uh, to postpone the 2020 GADA conference in Savannah. Could you talk about what went into that decision uh, and maybe you know who was consulted when you guys were making it and kind of what that looked like? I know a lot of that was kind of forced by a lot of things getting shut down, but could you speak to, to that process of you guys having to make that change? Yeah, actually about two and a half weeks ago, um, myself and Joe Sanfilippo, who's the executive director of GADA, Nathan Turner, who's the past president, as well as Kurt Miller, who's the vice president, decided to get together and start having some preliminary conversations on if we were to counsel implications, will we look to counsel, will we look to postpone, will we look to have it later on in the year? We kind of threw all sorts of scenarios out there. So we probably had about four or five conference calls. And at the time, our initial thought was to move forward with the, with the conference. However, since that time, two and a half weeks ago, as you all know, the virus began to spread drastically here, particularly in the state of Georgia. Mm -hmm. So our initial thought was, first things first, we want to err on the side of caution, always. While we want our ADs to have a great time, an enjoyable time, 
in Savannah, learning through LTI courses, as well as just mixing, mingling, and getting to know one another. We want them to be very safe. We also took into the fact that, I don't know if you guys knew, but this year was the first year that we invited back all retirees and past presidents to receive rings. So that was going to be a tremendous honor within itself. However, with that age demographic, we're talking about between 65, 60, 65, and about 79, 80 years old. Mm -hmm. So as you all know, with COVID-19, you know, those that are elderly are probably at greatest risk. So we took that into consideration and we said, hey, you know, this is something that we're not going to mess around with. So we immediately jumped on the phone again and we said, hey, I, I told them that I needed to put a statement out on GADA's website letting our membership know that we're going to postpone the conference immediately and for them to call the hotel and start making plans on canceling their hotel room so they won't be charged. So while it was a tough decision at the time, we think it was the best for the whole embodiment of athletic directors in the state of Georgia. Well, Jasper, I think y'all had good vision there because it's played out that way with our state and national leaders putting an end to just about any kind of gathering. So you definitely – had a, had a good idea there. But you did announce it as a postponement as far as the conference goes. We know that any discussions you have would be speculative in nature with any dates, but are there dates being considered uh, maybe two or three different times throughout the rest of the 2020 year that ADs might want to just start thinking about as possibilities? Yes, Josh, we looked at the, either the second and third week of June or possibly the week after 4th of July. We, we're trying not to mess around with a lot of family vacation time, a lot of dead period time and things of that nature. But we do want to get the conference in probably before fall sports officially begin, which is at or around July 25th, July 26th. So we're looking at some possible dates in June, either weekend in June or weekend in July to get that conference in. You know, I felt as the GADA president, we owe that to the membership. We owe that to our ADs to get together, to um, fellowship, to also expose them to more LTI classes through NIAAA, as well as celebrate our ADs of the year and celebrate our Hall of Fame inductees. So we're definitely going to move forward with the conference. We're throwing a couple of dates around. And of course, as you stated, you know, that's going to all be dependent upon what our state and national leaders say moving forward. But our plan is to move forward with the conference. That's great. Well, thanks for uh, sharing those possibilities. I know that's helpful and kind of give some hope in a, in a situation to where we're all just cooped up in our houses. So we're looking forward to those. Uh, hopefully that working out. I know I received the awards in my house this morning. So I'm kind of geeked up about uh, going down and handing out these awards. We got some cool stuff to hand out to some really, really special people. So that's a a good deal. You mentioned those LTI classes. Obviously, the hope is to have those at the conference. I was lined up to teach one of those along with several other folks. Uh, I know we would like to have those at the conference. But if not, let's say the conference can't happen. Is there the possibility of doing those classes through a Skype or a Zoom session or Do those classes for GADA purposes have to happen in person at the conference? No, absolutely not. Um, I don't know if you guys know or or the entire membership knows, but, you know, webinars have become uh, very increasingly popular with the NIAAA. So what we're prepared to do is we're prepared to speak with the NIAAA and see if we could possibly get some webinars as well 
for our state members being that they missed the opportunity to be able to take those classes online. So we're, we're looking at those possibilities as well, because we don't ever want to sell our membership short. You know, if they want to grow professionally and take those LTI courses and continue to grow and learn about GADA as well as NIAAA, then we want to give them every opportunity possible. So we thought about the, um, the notion of possibly doing some webinars, et cetera, and um, we're excited about it. Yeah, well, that's good because I know, I mean, we're not sitting at home doing nothing because we do have responsibilities to our, class, our schools, but it is much different with no athletics, so there is plenty of time to do things like those webinars, so that'd be wonderful. And just so you know, uh, in my daily conversation with my APS ADs, I've encouraged them to go online and possibly start taking some webinars through NIAAA to keep, you know, to hone in on their skills, to keep them fresh, to give them something to do that they can, that can be positive and productive as well. So I just sent that communication out this morning as one of my morning, every morning communications with my AD. So we're excited about the opportunity. Jasper, kind of shifting gears a little bit to the Georgia High School Association and their decision to follow the governor's statement to remain shut down until at least March 31st, you know, with all contests and practices being postponed uh, for the moment. And my question, I guess, and again, you know, you feel free to answer or, or not answer, but are these decisions being made, you know, solely in a vacuum with the GHSA office or are they involving the board of trustees uh, or, or the executive committee in any way in regards to making these decisions? I know they're probably forced, you know, when a governor comes out and says, you know, uh, puts a deadline on it like March 31st, but I was just, just curious. Well, it's funny that you say that, uh, Don, I, I sent Dr. Hines when I stepped into the office this morning I sent him communication from the governor stating, you know, just that. Mm -hmm. And um, I said, I'm not sure if you got it in my email. I said, I'm not sure if you got it, but I just want to give you the heads up. 15 minutes later, he sent communication out. So I don't know whether that's because I sent it or whether he read it previously. Um, We've had some discussion probably at least once a day. He and I have relative to the state of what's going on and where we are. Um, we've also talked on the phone uh, probably three to four times over the last week. So I'm not sure whether he's soliciting all of the board of trustees, but I know he and I, we've been in contact relative to the state of where things are and the state of affairs. And, you know, again, you know, we always want to err on the side of caution. Sure. You, know, you, you never want to do anything that would jeopardize student athletes, athletic directors or coaches, because you got to think about it. We, our level of concern is for everyone. It's for right. student athletes, it's for head coaches, assistant coaches, athletic directors, and spectators. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we always want to err on the side of caution of that. And um, to be quite honest with you, I've kind of played a few scenarios out of my head, the possibility of cutting junior varsity and middle school sports if we were to come back up, and even the possibility of not even having spring sports altogether. That's, right. a, po- that's a real possibility that we all must look at and we all must weigh in on. So, you know, either way it go, I think we'll be prepared to make a move. I hate it so much for our senior athletes and for some of our coaches who have trained and worked with these kids for years and they have them to where they want to be. So I I hate that piece, but um, we'll be ready to go. 
Yeah, that was going to be my next question. This idea of, you know, did you have a personal opinion or a prediction, you know, of our spring sports, including championships or spring football, spring tryouts, you know, and even leading into how it could possibly affect uh, summer activities. And so I think that's a great point that you bring up is, you know, a lot of this, I think that as athletic directors, we're used to being A, in the know, and B, being in control of making those decisions, and we're not right now. Absolutely. We're at the mercy of, one, the good Lord, two, our national and our state leaders. So, you know, we just have to sit back, remain humble, remain patient, and we have to do exactly what we're told Mm -hmm. and just stay the course because we, we have to be able to give accurate information to those individuals that we're in charge of. So, right. you know, why it, it may seem frustrating for all of us to be sitting on the sidelines <laughs> right now, we must remain patient and do exactly what they tell us to do. I agree with you there. I know I've communicated with our guys, and I continue to say so because the coach and the athlete is wired not to sit and do nothing, not sit and be idle. And kind of that's what we're having to do as athletes and coaches right now. But you make a great point. We should do what we are told because there's a lot of really, really smart people making decisions, and putting out some good information that shows that the social distancing is the way to prevent a widespread pandemic here in the U.S., I guess, or even worse than it already is. So a great point there. Jasper, thanks for your time today. Have one more thing for you, uh, but your thoughts and opinions uh, are really important to us, and we appreciate that. But Our last question for you today, being the critical thinker and visionary that you are, just simply what have you learned during this pandemic? What are your takeaways as as everything has kind of changed, how we teach, how we learn, how we do sports, how we think about sports during this unique circumstance? What have you learned? Well, that's a great question, Josh. You know, as I was going through some of my things, I, I just so happened to be looking up emergency action plans two weeks ago. That was one of the things that I said I'm going to spend more time on to make sure that each school has a a proper set of emergency action plans. And here we are basically now in a pandemic. So number one, in athletics, you always have to have a plan A, B, and C for whatever happens. You know, we talk about if things were to happen, natural disasters or certain disasters to happen at sports events in large areas, you always have to have a Plan B and C in case you have to alter whether it's egress out of the arena or out of the stadium. So what this has done basically is it's made me really understand the true meaning of having alternative plans because you have to be able to think and react on the fly. That's basically what we're doing right now. You know, as we get messages from from our state governor and our national government and from GHSA, we have to alter accordingly and we have to plan accordingly so you can never be overly prepared as an athletic administrator it has really taught me the value of being able to multitask and being able to have a plan b and a plan c at all times no matter what because you just never know what can happen right well i don't know what plan we're on today but it'll probably be a different tomorrow right i mean it's it's (laughs) changing by the hour and uh but but you're right having having different plans and Being able to be flexible there is is perfect. Well, Jasper, I'll say this from the bottom of my heart, from Don and I both, we appreciate your time today, your candor, your honesty. And I say this, I think you're a leader we can all follow. And you've shown that through having these different plans for the GADA, helping out in the GHSA, and just – 
being someone to share with all athletic leaders here on this podcast. So thanks for joining us today. That means a lot coming from you two guys. I respect what you're doing. Um, you're really putting the athletic administrator not only on a local level, but on a state and a national level. And for that, I really want to thank you. I thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. If you ever need me, you can reach out to me at any time because I'm always accessible to anybody. My goal is to be here for anybody, anywhere, anytime, any place. Well, thanks, sir. That's definitely uh, holding up with us uh, contacting you uh, these couple times. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this special episode of Hanging with the AD. For our non-Georgia listeners, we apologize for the focus being solely on the Georgia associations. But as is customary with Jasper Jewell, his conversation gave us wisdom that all athletic leaders can apply. And as we said directly to Jasper, we greatly appreciate his candor, his honesty, and his leadership. Finally, No matter where you are located, we can follow Jasper's advice to continue to be flexible and open-minded as we work through this new experience of social distancing and digital learning. Before we go, we would appreciate you leaving us a review on the platform you're listening from or connecting with us on social media. We can be found on Twitter or Instagram at HangingWithTheAD. And until next time, Thank you for spending your time hanging with the AD. Uh-huh.